Hello friends, have you ever been fired or laid off and thought to yourself, I really need to start my own business. I'm tired of working for someone else. In today's episode, we'll meet Sandra Hoffmeister of ANS Construction, located in Frederick, Maryland. She will share what it was like not only starting a business after being fired, but also starting a business in a traditionally male-dominated field. Hello, you're listening to the Women of All Action, Wisdom, and Excellence podcast. I am your host, Adrienne Dillard. The Women of All podcast is a podcast that celebrates the everyday woman who in her everyday activities has taken action when needed, displayed wisdom as required, and exhibited excellence as a routine to make life better for herself, her family, and her community. Welcome again to another episode of the Women of All podcast. Today, I have a lovely special guest with us, Sandra Hoffmeister. Sandra, as usual, I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hey, Adrian, thank you for having me. It is an honor to be here. Totally. I'm very humbled to be here. Thank you again. So my name is Sandra Hoffmeister. My journey starts in Lima, Peru as the daughter of a Peruvian mother and a Spanish father. I became an accountant and worked for several companies until I moved to Florida in 2006, where I also worked in accounting for a few years. Then I moved again to Maryland in 2010. This time I landed as an admin in a construction company in Western Maryland and worked my way up until I became production manager. I was handling the crews, purchasing operations, the whole thing. And today I proudly own ANS Construction, a roofing company in Frederick, Maryland. I feel really good being a woman working in a male-dominated business because I know I will make a difference. I agree, Sandra. And that's one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you. You don't know this, but I have a bit of a background in construction. I used to work at 84 Lumber Company. Mm, really? Yes, I used to work at 84 Lumber. I started there as a cashier, worked my way up to an inside salesperson. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I didn't know that. That's why I felt like I had this connection with you because I know a little bit about construction. At one time, I had wanted to have my own construction company. Never did it, of course. But right, I'm still, right. I'm always doing things around the house, building things, fixing things, you know, redoing porches, roofs, or whatever. Oh, look at you. I don't do that. I just, that's what I have my guys. Right. You have all your guys doing that, which is fantastic, but it's tremendous what you are doing. I'm so excited for you. So proud of what you're doing. Thank Tell you. A little, how did you decide to start the roofing company? I know you were an admin and then you worked your way up, but what made you decide to go off on your own? It was a combination of things. I worked with them for nine years. And it was hard. Okay. It was, it was hard. It was a male environment. It was, you will say it was not for me, but I know myself. I know my value. I know I'm very strong. So I keep doing it. But then what happened? um, I learned the whole business, you know, little by little, I was, I'm very smart. I pick up things here and there. And, but suddenly COVID hits and of course they let me go because, you know, I guess, you know, I was making more money. Then I was thinking, what am I going to do now? Then I took another job. I was working in another company as operation manager. This time it was an electric company. 
but it didn't work out again. They didn't have the budget. They let me go again after a few months. And suddenly I was unemployed for the first time in my whole life. What am I going to do now? But I always have in my bucket list in the back of my head, I was like, I have to do something by my own. I want to be free. I don't want to work for somebody else. And because I learned this trade so well, one day, you know, these guys knock on my door and told me, Miss Sandra, we miss you. You need to do this. After a month of thinking and trying to find my inner circle and, and praying and getting, you know, like all Zoom and everything, I decided to open the company and that's how I started. It was, it was hard. You know, there is a lot of challenges, obstacles and whatnot, but there, here I am. And every day I'm learning something, but I cannot regret. This was a hell of an experience for me. Okay. So you said you experienced a lot of challenges. Can you give us an example of maybe one of the biggest challenges you had? Yeah. I mean, the biggest challenge uh, that I have to overcome is running a new business in a male-dominated industry where you're competing against large established, you know, companies that have been in business for a long time. It is hard, it's brutally hard, but it's not impossible. What I think, in my opinion, my difference is just because I'm a woman, I will go to you. Let's see, I go to work in your house. So I am talking to you and your husband, but I am having this connection with you. I understand what you need. We talk the same language. You like this color. I like this color too. We are not just talking about finances and other stuff. We establish this connection. And this is when I know that I'm different because that's what my customers said. They, they tell me, we trust you. We know you're going to do right. We know you're not going to cut corners. And we know that um, you have good, good craftsmanship because you're unique. We like you because you're a woman. And I think that made me feel special because probably I'm setting this way for other women to follow me. And that made me really proud. You can kind of do like a backdoor approach because you're coming in and talking to the women, even though their husband's there, but... A lot of times in these situations, the women are ignored. Yes, it is true. But also, also 90% of the time, the wife is the one who decide, who is the decision maker. You know, many times, uh, for example, I have a customer um, last year. I went and met them and I met the wife and I established this connection with her. Well, they decide to go with me. You know why? Because he says, Sandra, you know, I have so many um, other contractors coming here, working in my house, doing flooring and bathrooms and stuff, but they never talk to my wife. You establish that connection with her and she is a decision maker. So she's the one who decided to go with you and I'm okay with that. So that's what people don't sometimes don't understand. I mean, I know that in some other households that they are different, but for the most part, I think that's, a positive way for me to do business, you know, with, with the women. Yes. And that's easier for you to connect with them. Mm -hmm. You actually do recognize that often the woman is the one responsible for making that decision. And yes, you know, we get offended when you ignore us. Don't, don't and, ignore us. I know. And that's the difference between a male 
and women. A male contractor will go and talk to the husband, right? It's just all about him, blah, 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 right. sign here, do this, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm there, I'm the decision maker. Mm-hmm. It's not my husband, mm-hmm. or sometimes it's 50 50, right? Yes, yes. So, and then, hey, I'm here, you know, talk to me. <laughs> sometimes my husband has to say to the guy, oh, well, you need to talk to her. Because she's the one who's going to pick up the call or she's the one who wants, you know, we just built a patio here, um, well, a couple of years ago, and I was the one picking up the callers in the stone. Right, right. But they were talking to your husband. And, and that's something that is, is imprinted in their mm-hmm. heads. Sure, absolutely. Can you identify one or two people who were most influential in your life? You know, my life has had a lot of twists and turns living in different countries gave me the opportunity to meet and know a wide variety of people who also helped me to shape who I am now. But I would consider always my sister and my mom as solid rocks because they always support me, support my decisions, and they are my most constructive critics. I remember my mother always telling me, you can do this. She will never say, no, that's not for you. That's for a guy, a kid do that. You don't do that. No, my mother was always saying, whatever you want to do, you can do. There is no limit. And that was in my head forever, you know, until I, you know, I grew up and I know that I can do anything I want. So every time I feel down or sad or depressed or the the opposite, I am happy. I want to share something with with them I I'm proud of something these are the two people that I call the first these are the two people that I always share because I know they are unconditionally there with me they are my rock that's beautiful is your family still in Florida or somewhere else no my mom is still living in Peru and my sister is still living in Peru so Peru that's pretty far how often do you get to go and visit your mom Oh, Adrian, <laughs> I tried to go. <laughs> That's a sad story because I was going to see them in um, 2020. Mm-hmm. Ah, well. Oh, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. So I think my sister came to see me in 2018 and wow. 2019, I couldn't go for, you know, some reasons, busy yeah. at work. Duh. So 2020, I was going to, I, I made plans. We were going for Christmas. Right. Oh my God, it was just, awesome COVID hits yeah so they put my ticket on hold so then I was going to travel in 2021 for Christmas Mm -hmm. but um situation there is Mm -hmm. not like the U.S. you know it's worst okay so no I decided not to go my mother also told me no don't come here it's not it's not safe oh wow so I hope to go this year so okay well hopefully you'll get there because that's a long time I know it is what's one thing that you wish you had known on this road to starting your own business (sighs) I wish I knew all the obstacles and what were the right doors to knock on I always worked for someone else I but my dream was always being independent and help my community because you cannot be successful if you don't help others. That's one thing that I learned. Construction, you know, especially roofing is an amazing industry. I love it. But at the same time, it's very difficult in terms of regulations. 
So every day you always learn something new and also you need to understand and accept that sometimes you won't get the business and you have to keep going and persevere. That's what I keep doing. Some, sometimes I knock on the door, they say, no, I keep doing what I'm doing because I know I'm going to succeed. And like, I, like we talked before, being a soul woman, a soul woman in business is really challenging. You know, the challenge that we talked in the past, but it's really an amazing journey. Good. What kind of advice would you give someone who was looking for a roofer? Let's say I needed someone to fix my roof. How mm-hmm. do I know this person is a good person to use? Basically, you just need to look for somebody that is licensed in the state where you live, because every state has different requirements. There is some states that don't need a license, like Pennsylvania, for example, don't need a license, but Maryland does. <clears throat> so you need to find somebody who have a license. Why? Because if something happens, um, you can complain with the state and you will recover your money or part of your money. Right. Okay. Number two, uh, it has to be insured because you need general liability, workers come, you know, two different things. Again, depending on the state where you live, it gives you peace of mind. Some accident happened in your house or something break your, um, I don't know, your car, windshield, whatever. So you're covered. And then the third thing is just feeling the person. You know, when somebody knock on your door and you're talking to this person, you can feel the energy. This person, uh, no, I think he's, he's not honest, you know, or I think this person is honest. I'm just right. going to work with him. It's, it's kind of like, you know, you, you need to feel your guts, you know, that's, mm-hmm. I can't describe that, but I have people working in my house and sometimes I don't even pick the cheapest one. Right. I just right. don't feel it. Yes. You know, it, yeah. it, it comes, it's a combination of things. This, this guy seems to me that he's, he's telling me the truth. So I, I really trust him. Okay. I think he's going to do the job correct. So that's what I would do because roofers are like mechanics. You don't know exactly what they're doing in your roof. <laughs> that's very true. That is true. I have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> But yeah. I can, I can understand what you're saying about having a feel for that person, because that's how I tend to work with people. If I have a good vibe, then we'll probably be okay. But if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to use you. And, it, and like you said, it's not about who's the cheapest. It's really who's the one I think I can work with. Yes. And, that's and, and, the best way. and sometimes people recommend you, but the, I learned doing this business that sometimes recommendations from other people Mm -hmm. is not always the the best because Mm -hmm. they um oh well i'm going to recommend this company just because it's the most famous company in town yes right they never work with them they don't know how they are they are just recommending somebody because it's famous true so you need to experience you need to feel the person that's that's what i do i do that with everybody i feel the person I agree with you. I think that's very important that you have a good connection with them. Are there any misconceptions people might have about what you do? Oh, yeah. This is another good question, Adrian. In roofing, there are a lot of misconceptions that some people have. I feel like we are sometimes mistrusted and thought of as the lowest trade. There is also the stereotype of a roofer being a man. 
Well, let me tell you that I have worked in this industry for nine years, and this is simply not true. Most roofers I have worked with and work with now are very, very professional and take a great deal of pride in their work. They, um, they also care about taking care of the other people and their crews so they can earn a living and go home safely to their families every night. And like you said, there is other women working in suppliers. It's not just, you know, a men world in, right. in that place, but we are not the lowest trade. We, um, that's one of the mistakes that people think yeah. all the time. You're right. I, I mean, that's what I've heard over the years. Yes. yes. <laughs> when you hire, is would it be considered subcontracting? Is that what you do? Yeah, you can, you can subcontract people and you also can hire people. You can do both. Okay. So what do you do typically? Right now, I, I subcontract people because I have 14 guys. Wow. Yeah. So eventually, I hope, I hope that I can hire them all, but right now I can't. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> but this is people that I know for hmm, maybe seven years. I know them for a long time. So okay. I, I know who they are. Good. That was the question I was going to ask. What kind of relationship do you we, have with them? We are because, connected. Yeah. <laughs> because I know <laughs> you want to work with people who you know how they work. You can't just pick anybody off the street and say, oh, I'm a roofer. Can you take me? No, because I don't really know you or how you work. Adrian, I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I'm a very picky person. Right. So for them to work with me is because they pass every test. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. I'm picky. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to talk really about anything you want, any kind of advice, suggestions, any type of wisdom you might want to share with someone. I would like to talk about the power of being positive. Okay. One of the things that keep me going is my positive attitude. And I would like to talk about that. Um, you know, my life has been a roller coaster and with a bunch of ups and downs, I fell and I rise and I fell and I rise and I, but I never gave up. And I always thought of the light at the end of the tunnel. I was unhappily married once and I felt trapped in a foreign country. I was in the US, but I always had my mind set up in being positive and always with good vibes, you know, hoping that something good was going to happen to me. And suddenly I was surrounded by these great people, good friends that I met who helped me and saved me. And now I'm here. I marry again with a wonderful man and doing what I want, which is being a business owner. Now I'm flying high with my own wings. And remember, the power of your smile is infinite. This is why I always keep telling people, a smile. When you talk, you smile. The other person is going to feel it. It's going to feel your happiness. It's going to feel, even if you're sad, keep smiling. Positive things, good things are coming your way. Don't give up. Don't be negative. Don't think. One thing that I never said is, oh, I hope. Because it's not going to happen. I always said, oh, I will. I will do this. I will, I'll be there tomorrow. I hope to be there tomorrow. No, I will be there tomorrow. That's my motto. Being positive is what keep me going. And 
I will continue being like that until the end. That's excellent. Yes, I will do that. I will not. I hope because yes. hope is just kind of frilly and out in the air. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Will is like, I am definitely, I'm there already. I'm, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm, I will I'm do that. There. Absolutely. Yes, I'm just there. I will be a millionaire. Yes. It's not like, oh, I hope. No, I, I will be. be yes, I will be. Go so, for it. Yes, absolutely. Go for it. What advice would you give someone who wanted to start a similar career as yours? Let's say there's another person out here, another woman who might want to start a construction type business. What would you say? What would be your first piece of advice? I will tell her, even if it's a woman of a man, Mm -hmm. don't give up. Don't give up, follow your heart. I mean, I was talking... um, this week, I was invited to um, a builder association, a local builder association breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I was a guest because I'm not right. a member yet. And we were talking with the executive director. She's also a woman. And about, you know, how the blue collar and the trace are disappearing. Mm-hmm. How hard is fine right now for an electric company to find an electrician? Right. Or a masonry company to find a mason is mm-hmm. impossible yeah. because there is no schooling for that it's something that it, it, it passed from generation to generation i guess and we were just talking about that why are we telling our kids go to college and become an attorney or become an accountant yes. and become a doctor yes. i mean which is is good it's good but what are we doing? Very soon, we are not going to have trades. And this is what I'm saying. If you are a handy person, if you don't like books, you know, because not everybody's meant to be in college. Right. If you are not good with books, but you're good with your hands and you're mm-hmm. handy and you're crafty and you are energetic and you're hyper. If there is anything that you want to do, just do it. Do it. Yeah. Go and do it. But then work hard and strive for excellence that is something that my father always told me and again persevere if you fall you can race again do not listen to those who are telling you that you cannot do this because believe me if i could do it you can do it too i like that work hard and strive for excellence but once again Sandra, I guess you just came into my life because we are simpatico. I'm telling you, I am the same way. I don't think you have to go to college to find something that you want to do the rest of your life. I think for some people, college is just the opposite of what they need. Yes. Especially like you said, if they like to be outside, if they like freedom, yes, you need your own business. You need to be able to do your own thing. As far as these trades that we are missing, I don't know what we're thinking here in this country. I don't know what we're thinking because we are going to be in so much trouble in a few years. But it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm. I mean, everybody wants to send their kids to college because they feel, oh, superior, I guess. Exactly. But I need somebody to fix my bathroom sink. That's the thing. Yeah. Last time I remember we have, when we just bought our house, like, um, I think it was like five, six years ago, we have this blood in my basement oh no to find a plumber Mm -hmm. it was a challenge yes yes i I call like i I, i'm not kidding like seven companies to get one to come to my house 
Oh. I was begging on the phone, yeah. begging, literally. And and that's the reality that there is no many. And right. then you can be a doctor, an attorney, an ITT guy. Yeah, you can make millions. But right. can you really fix my sink? Can you really <laughs> go and install my flooring or my roof? But you too, as a plumber or a flooring or roofer, you know, all those contractors, they can make millions. That's not a problem. That's exactly right. That's the other thing that I was going to, um, I was going to tell you, you can make a lot of money doing that. Right. And I doing think what you like to do. Exactly. What you like to do, something you really enjoy. Yes. I think we're missing sharing that information with the kids. You can make a lot of money doing this and you have a lot more freedom. If I could, and it's one of my um, my things that I have in my mind when I met this executive director for this uh, association, right. um, she mentioned to me that they have this, um, they go to schools and talk to kids, you know, for orientation mm-hmm. and stuff. And I told her, take me with you. Yeah. And she said, yes, I want to take you with yes. me because you are just that what we're looking for there is so many kids that are so confused that they don't know what to do and that here you are as a woman running you know a construction company yes absolutely we we need more than that because like you said very soon we're not gonna find a plumber nope not not gonna be (laughs) ever (laughs) oh i don't know what you mentioned masonry i said oh oh please are there any left? I know a couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know a couple. Good. Couple like two. When I mean right. couple, two. I know a couple. That's it. It's unbelievable what's going on, but I guess no one's thinking about that. Everybody, no. I'll send everybody to college. Everyone's not made for college. Besides the infrastructure of everywhere that we live, we need people who can do the trades. Exactly. Yes. I agree with you. I mean, if you are familiar with any downtown right mm-hmm. i live in down uh, mm-hmm. close to downtown frederick okay oh my god those houses are beautiful but they're historic houses yeah so if you have to replace a window mm-hmm. or even the roof i did a couple jobs there in downtown right so just to replace the roof right. you need permits oh, wow. uh, the inspector will come and check it out it's a lot of restrictions and these people who want to change a window, they can't because it has to be a replica. Right. Yes. Because it's historic. Yes. It's historic. Mm-hmm. So they have to hire a specific wow. carpenter to do that. And there are no many. Of course not. I know one in Baltimore. One. <laughs> I know one. That's it. With all the historic homes, you know one. <laughs> I know, and he probably is is billionaire because that's what he does. (laughs) I guess so, right? It's just how much time, you know, he he doesn't have all the time. That's the only thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to let you go because we've been talking for a while. But one thing before you go, I always ask my guests, can you please share a story of what it means to be a woman of action, wisdom, and excellence? Sure. Um, Where I come from, excuse me. my country was, um, we have terrorism back in the late 80s and early 90s, I believe. I was a kid and there was a lot of um, striking stories, especially these women who lost their husbands or parents or kids or brothers or sisters. And I, I know 
few of them, their kids. And I'm just going to share one. Let, let's call her Wilma, that she has these three kids. She became a widow and she came to the city, worked very hard selling food in the streets to provide for them. And now those kids became, you know, businessmen and humble. They never forget the roots. They are very generous. To me, that woman is a woman of excellence, also a woman, a woman of action and wisdom. It's a woman of all because she raised, overcome all the obstacles and raised good kids. And I hope that one day I can become one of them. I wanna be an example for somebody in the future. Okay, Sandra, you're here on the Women of All podcast. You're already one of those people. You're already an example. And Thank that's you. why I do this because you should recognize that you are a woman of all. And I thank you for taking the time to come on this episode and share with us a little bit about you and what you do. Where can our listeners connect with you? Sure. Um, I do have uh, my website is a, a as an apple and as in Nancy, as in Sam, construction.net. Also, you can follow us in Facebook and Instagram. And my email is info at ansconstruction.net. All right. Well, thank you so very much. By the way, I think I mentioned to you that your face and your, you need to put a video on your website because you will sell, will. you will sell your business because your energy is fantastic. Thank you so much again, Sandra, for being here with me today. Hopefully my friends have enjoyed the conversation as well. I look forward to seeing you again in the future. Good luck with your business. Thank you, Adrian. It's been a pleasure for me to be here. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on the Women of Awe podcast. If you are a woman of awe or know someone who you think would be a good fit for the podcast, please contact me via email, womenofawe at adriandillard.com or leave a message on our Instagram or Facebook pages. Remember, you are gifted with everything you need to be a success. Make the most of those gifts you have been given and be the best you that only you can be. That is the path to excellence. Join us next month for a new episode. Please don't forget to support us by subscribing and sharing the podcast.